on this week's episode of Third and Forever. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. <laughs> I forgot. Oh man, that's funny. Are you gonna? Are you, are you done? Yes. Yeah, he he's only got one. Okay. No, moment. well, he's got multiple. I just... Yeah, but he, he's not gonna chug it and okay. do another. On this week's episode of Third and Forever, we discuss the beginning of free agency. Our teams have been very active, at least in terms of actually making moves or talking about making moves. Uh, all three of our teams, actually. So we have a lot to talk about. Uh, we are also going to mention some new programming update of schedule release. So that's we're going to discuss that. Which is our- really smart. We waited until we're doing it to announce it. Yep. So you'll be probably hearing this on a Tuesday. Correct. And wondering where the episode was last Thursday. Yep. And so we're going to go yeah. team by team and talk about what our, our teams have been up to in the last couple of weeks and possibly going up into the draft and things like that. All right. Let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third Forever. This is my 10,000 takes. I'm your host, Adam Osdren, always by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, it's a different day of the week. Yeah, so it's it, we, we decided that it would make more sense to record on Mondays. Yep. That was when it worked with the, the schedule of the studio where we record. Mm-hmm. And we decided this based on, like, like this was this was pushed forward by your not being around last Wednesday. Yeah. Correct. And I yeah, I was in last week, Monday through Wednesday evening. I was down in Atlanta for work. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, at the wonderful world of Coca-Cola, my koozie, you can't see it, but it is a Coke koozie. No free ads. Um <laughs> sponsor us Coke, please. <laughs> um I'll, I'll I'll entertain it if they yeah. offer. Yeah. Uh so yeah, we thought about like we've been talking about changing our recording schedule for I feel like a while now. And then this kind of just worked out. We're like, all right, let's find actually find out the studio availability. And it's wide open on Mondays. And so we're like, most of our shows during the season is recap. And then we we end with the preview. So if, if we're spending 75% of our show on recap, makes more sense to get the episode out earlier in the yeah. week. Because, you know, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. We, we, we also have talked offline about how we sometimes have to sit down and remember what happened, you know, when we record on Wednesday yeah. after the Sunday slate of games and even the, the previous Thursday, which at that point was six days ago to yeah. us. Yeah. It's just kind of Monday recording, Tuesday publishing is yeah. going to work a lot better, I think, especially once we get into the next season. Yeah. The only benefit we really gain from re- releasing out on Thursdays or recording on Wednesdays is maybe if some injury news comes out yeah, from the weekend, we'll know at least the extent of injuries. But I, f- you know, it, it just makes a but lot most, more sense yeah, to have it re- most release on Tuesdays instead of Thursdays. Yeah. Most injuries happen during the game. So yeah. we might know outlook on them but yeah. we'll know who got hurt right like, correct yeah, yeah we're still the only we might run into some things where we're recording while you know monday night football is happening or it's mm-hmm. right before monday night football hap starts i think we should put monday night football like on the tv during Without, yeah that would also mean we'd be recording we'd be, late we'd be here pretty late oh fuck yeah yeah right. so we can at least have we'll have more speculation like day of so if like one of our teams plays on monday which pretty sure at least the Vikings and Packers will probably be a, have a Monday night game next year. I bet the Bears will too. Now that they're 
fully reloaded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to get like two in the first like six weeks. And that's oh. going to be a mistake. That's like throwing me the Broncos last year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's never backfired. A blue yeah. and orange team getting yeah. put in prime no, time a whole not. bunch. No. Um, so, yeah, let's we're going to dive into what our teams have been up to uh, because with the new league year, teams had to get back, you know, from being over the cap to under the cap. So a lot of moves have happened. Well, can, um, can we start with my team? Because yeah, we're going to see. Yeah, so let's go. It's a big old elephant. Let's go with, um, why don't we go Packers, Bears, and then end on the Vikings. Okay. So we'll do that that way. So starting with the Packers, the biggest story that unfortunately we couldn't do last week when it was kind of all breaking yeah. is Aaron Rodgers. Um, we had been wondering for a long time what the holdup was. Did Rodgers not have a decision? What What's going on here with this situation? And Rodgers went on Pat McAfee's show, I believe it was Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, last yeah. Wednesday. And to to not to not to make a decision, but to set the record straight in his words. Yeah. So he he told us what his decision was. I don't, I'm not sure why that disclaimer was on there, but he he said after so he he opened by <laughs> rehashing Literally the entire saga with Jordan Love yeah. in 2020, and I rolled my eyes so hard they got stuck in the back of my head for 45 minutes. <laughs> Everyone who's watching knows the situation. No one's tuning into Pat McAfee live at the moment going, oh, I wonder what the history between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers is. Everyone yeah, knows. Because didn't he say, like, the, the, he, quote, he was like... His reaction was usually if I'm, I like to sip, you know, nice tequila and things like that. And I'm usually like a three finger kind of, that's the, the length, the, how much tequila I had. Yeah, he goes, that night, like chug he's like, that tequila. night was a, at least a four finger night. And yeah. like, it was like, okay, okay. that's, so, I don't know, you didn't like it. Got it. Yeah. So obviously everyone knows that story, but Aaron felt the need to tell it again mm-hmm. because that's, he's the victim in all this. Of course. And so then he got to the present day. Mm. And he told a story that before his darkness retreat, he was 90-10 in favor of retiring yep. after this season. Yep. Which I I feel like I don't believe. I that don't believe that either at all. I don't know because that's just such. I, I, it seems like it, that's it's, a narrative. It's that a you're tactical way to... of like putting like more blame yeah. on the Packers. Yes, which is this whole saga. Yes. has been neither side wanting to be the bad guy yeah. or be on the be the. You know, they want to be the victim, basically. Like, Nobody we're, wants to pull the band off. To, yeah, and yeah. it's like, that's why it's been, it's so frustrating, obviously, for everyone involved. Like, <laughs> Ian Rappaport, I think, is broken by this yeah. the whole ordeal. He is just done. He's just like, I, I can't anymore. Like, keep trying yeah. to get scoops. Schefter will keep well, trying. Well, Schefter, Schefter loves it. Schefter <laughs> yeah. lives for this bullshit. But yeah. uh, because Schefter is a, a broken human being already. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so Roger says ninety ten retiring, and then once he came out of the darkness, he heard the Packers were shopping him. Yeah, and that fueled his decision that he wants to go and play with the New York Jets. Yep. So Tra- I, Trey Wingo was right. Uh, yeah, vindication. Good, good job, Trey. <laughs> um, and, and Aaron's always been a guy. That needs a chip, not 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 that like he likes to have. He needs yeah he does a chip in yeah. all scenarios. Yeah, and when he won an MVP, he decided the chip has to be that he doesn't like vaccinations. You know, he always he always has to be fighting against 
someone who has wronged he's him. He's got to fight way. against cancel culture. You yeah, know? he's just what, he's what, too woke. Yeah, whether it's the team's not drafting him higher, yeah. or you know the media twisting its narratives and all this stuff, and now it's the Packers organization allegedly shopping him, which I guarantee you. The Packers were getting calls about Aaron Rodgers a day after they lost in the playoffs. Yeah. This is not a like Goot ran out with like, oh, Aaron's in the darkness retreat. Now's the moment. Go, go, go. And right. started shopping him. That's not how any of this works. So I like I said at the top, I don't really believe that narrative. I think Aaron's trying to paint a rosy picture of his rationale. And mm-hmm. he did go on to say a ton of really nice things about the Packers in general, Packer fans, you know, kind of all that stuff. He also said that he was debatably the best player in franchise history, which, like, fair. Yeah. But, but like, it's kind of a weird thing to say about yourself. Yeah. In an interview about where you're going next, especially. Like, I was was waiting to hear that from, like, McAfee. Because that's the whole time he's on there, they just stroke his ego. And, like, Well, so McAfee strokes his ego, and then A.J. Hawk asks him real questions. Because they're, like... Because he can. Because they actually, like, played football together, and they have, you know, a history more than Rodgers and and McAfee do. But, so, basically, Rodgers goes on McAfee, says his intention is to play for the New York Jets, which... Then, you know, I, I don't remember if he said it outright or if it's just implied that now the discussion and the holdup is between the Jets and the Packers yep. working out some sort of compensation for yep. that trade. Yep. And that has spawned a whole new kerfuffle on Twitter <laughs> between Jets fans and Jets beat reporters mm-hmm. and Packer fans and Packer beat reporters. Yeah. Now that – and. I do, you know, we can say stuff about, you know, Aaron made it kind of dramatic. He kind of made it about himself. But at the same time, he did go out there and just straight up say he he. it would have been so frustrating if he would have gone on McAfee and not really said anything. Yeah. You know, like he did yeah, he provide some did, he direction. He at least did say his intention is to play football for the New yeah. York Jets. He I mean, at if, least said that. I mean, if we were at this current time right now and he hadn't said that and we were still just in the dark, yeah. like I, I would have lost my damn mind. Like. So I, I my my question for you is, um, how are, have you already begun to mentally prepare for his one year with the Jets and then him coming to the Vikings for two years? So are, are you, you in favor of that? I don't. I time is a flat circle apparently. Yeah. So no, I'm aware. I, I don't think I have a choice in the matter. I it's it's just the, it's inevitable. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, because we live in a simulation and this is all just a big farce. And I I swear that this is just. I don't know. Well, I, I, well, I then I'm, we know how the NFC Championship will go. Yeah, and how the rest of that story. So I'm right. not really like concerned right. about it. I guess. Right. So I don't. I mean, if it's it's just wild to me. He was in. He was in Green Bay as long as Favre. Yep. His last pass as a Packer was an interception, like yep. Favre. Yep. He's apparently going to the Jets, like, like Favre. Favre, when he's debating retirement. He might sexually harass a reporter. He like might. Favre. He could. And like some welfare what, fraud way down the who line. Is, who is not under contract? After this year for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, like the entire team. Oh, okay, Kirk Cousins, yeah. and so it's like that's not looking like we're gonna have a. I mean, it's, I, it's wait, didn't he just like restructure or something? He, it's a cap conversion, so it's not. Yeah. He he has no, so he's not gonna have an extension. It's like he the out would be after this year. Like yeah. that's you know it. I mean, it, if, it, if it, you're, it's, I don't. I'm not saying I'm where I am against or for. Like I just, oh, it's so just, just wild just to hedging. me. Okay, well, no, it's wild that this is like it's just happening. Well, would, it's would repeating. You like it? Like, repeating. Would you like that to happen? I'd be really conflicted because, like, I didn't have, 
Like, I don't like Rodgers more. Yeah. Like, there's more reasons I don't like Rodgers for, like, off-field stuff and just his personality than, like, I didn't have those issues with Favre. But, but also, like, you have more, like, more recent, more mature experience with Rodgers. Like, like you've been more tuned into football yeah. when Aaron Rodgers has hurt you versus right. when Brett Favre. Right. It's the same thing with me where, like, I like Rodgers more than I like Favre because I didn't really get to see good Favre. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think, like... Like, Rodgers is the better player than Favre. Like, ap- absolutely. Like, I'm not saying Favre is a better quarterback than Rodgers. He's not. Yeah. So, like, you'd be getting the better player, um, but you'd have to then deal with, you know, mm-hmm. the off-field bullshit that you, you know, the off-field bullshit for Favre yeah, was... You, you guys wouldn't be able some, to handle eh? an anti But, like, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. There's, well, no, but there's things of, like, <laughs> it's just... You, you know how, you know, Rodgers is no, with, with yeah. the media and all that, too. And, like, how he knows exactly what he's doing all the time. It's not like he's like, Whoa, whoops, well, I didn't mean to say and, that. And here's the thing, and maybe this ages poorly. I don't, you know, we joke about the, the parallels. I don't really see Rodgers going to, you know, a division rival in any capacity, even if it doesn't work out with the Jets, even if you guys want to move on from Kirk Cousins. Mm. Now, I think as, you know, as Quasey, I'd have to, just for the memes, I'd have to kick the tires a little bit and just be like, hey. Let's run it back. You I, know? Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> but but it's I, I I just think that he saw because because there's there's one thing where it's like you know now Favre is in the ring and he's you know defrauding poor people in the south and like everyone's cool with that. <laughs> but playing for the Vikings really did hurt his legacy with the Packers because yeah. it was a spiteful thing. If he would have been like traded somewhere, but he went there to spite the Packers. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing. You, he comes back to Lambeau and he gets booed. And it's just now, you know, they brought him back a few years ago and they had to like shield him with Bart Starr yeah. because they were afraid people were going to boo him. And so it, 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 I think Aaron sees that and he knows that, okay, maybe I don't want to play for the Packers anymore, but I don't want to burn the bridge necessarily because he was very nice about the fans and Everyone in the organization. Yeah, but I don't know. Office, if I, like, yeah, I don't. I yeah, I think like it's. If I could Rodgers, be wrong. I if Rodgers does but... it, it is to spite that front office. Like that mm-hmm. probably will still be the front office yeah. when that would happen. So that's the danger of it. It's not that like he he because Rodgers, but he's seen firsthand <laughs> yeah. what that bridge burning looks like. Yeah, and I don't think he. I mean, maybe he would do it like semi reluctantly or something but like i don't i don't see him like going and seeking that out like Favre no. did yeah like far i don't know didn't want to play for the jets rogers does want to play for the jets yeah. so i don't know and, and so now we get into this this discussion about what's fair compensation for aaron Rodgers. the jets are on the side of they they think he's worth a conditional fourth round pick mm-hmm. i think i've seen they, them going up to a third i think yeah. i've seen like the rumblings that like that's which is what they gave for Favre back in the day yeah uh but everyone knows inflation thanks a lot joe biden so <laughs> um <Jesus Christ. laughs> price has gone up considerably <laughs> and it is something that i've seen a lot of discussion about the word leverage yeah so who do you think has leverage in this situation more leverage because I think they both have some degree of leverage. I would think that the Rodgers and the Jets have more leverage than the Packers do. How? Because the Jets don't have to. Like, no one's going to be trading for Rodgers other than the Jets. Yes, it does them a disservice that like he's now openly said this, and it could look bad. Like if they don't make a move, that the fans could be like, they could look horrendous. What the fuck? Yeah, their but, team can be a contender. But at the same time, overnight. like the alternative, if the Packers don't, they let him sit on the bench. And they still end up. It's only like a thirty-one million cap hit, but they still pay him 
just under sixty million. Like yeah. it's not all like Or he's a forty million dollar cap hit on another team. Yeah, I think, I think I, the Packers. I don't see him going to another team. <laughs> like, I think I think Aaron Rodgers. What other teams going to trade for him? I, I think Aaron Rodgers going on McAfee has kind of opened this up now. It's it's torn the Band-Aid off. Where the Packers, Jordan Love will start next season. Yeah, and I think there are other teams out there that would pay. Now they probably wouldn't pay like a first, you know, because that that leverage situation isn't there. But if the Jets go out. And I mean, they could maybe get Lamar, but that's going to cost them two firsts and a giant fucking contract, even bigger than Rogers' contract. Or they can give up a first for Rogers, hypothetically, if that's what the asking price is, and be an instant contender. I just don't think that. I think that there's more pressure from Jets fans who are going, "This is the last piece. We have great young talent on offense. We have an awesome defense, like one of the best defenses in the league." And we have this dude that you drafted a couple of years ago who sucks at quarterback. And that's all we need is a quarterback. And he wants to come play here. All the players want him to come play here. Mm. And are you going to tell Aaron Rodgers that he's not worth the draft capital? Like, I just, I, I, how's he going to say that? I see, I see that, but I see no way they are like, we've been, if especially if they're starting at fourth, like a fourth yeah. round conditional or possibly a third. There's no shot. They're like, you know what? I don't want the backlash. We're gonna just send a first rounder. Cause like, well, yeah, and that's and I'm, and that's I'm not crazy. saying it's gonna end up being a first rounder in a vacuum. If I had to put money on it, what I think the Packers probably are hoping for is a first round swap and a piece. I think that's relatively fair. No, I don't. Yeah. Swapping. I think the Packers are at 25. Jets are at 13. So that's moving 12 spots back in the first round. And giving up probably, I would love to see Elijah Moore, a man who literally wants to be traded to a different team. Yeah, I, but I, I don't see, I don't see how that's a huge. Did they just have them. a thing where they said like Elijah Moore no longer wants to be traded? Yeah, yeah, because I'm sure Elijah Moore's agent was like, yeah, he no longer would like to be traded. Like he would like to stay mm-hmm. playing football. Well, for and you. if he knows Rodgers is very likely going there, yeah. I mean, I think it changes things. Yeah, but still, he he doesn't want to do that second fiddle thing to Garrett Wilson. Like it's very clear that he is not the guy where he had a great end to not this previous season, but the one before he really kind of took off at the end of the season. And that all got completely flushed down the toilet last year. I mean, Garrett Wilson ate his lunch. I don't know. I I think it's with the team in general. I think it's optimistic. I don't know. I guess it's, we don't know. <laughs> I'd be absolutely shocked if it is anything involving a first round or a meaningful play, like an actual meaningful player. I mean, Elijah Moore had like zero fantasy points most of the season last year. That's <laughs> not a meaningful also player. Also, Zach, with Zach Wilson at the helm. Yeah. That changes with someone not named Zach Wilson, which we saw. Like when, when Mike White was playing. I don't think he did a lot when Mike White was playing either. Like he, would, he did more because you can't do less than zero. But yeah, I just... So that, that's that's where we're at now, and it's probably going to drag on for at least another week. Or I would so here. I would think it could go all the way up to. I think they mentioned like it could go all the way up like to the, draft night. Yeah, like during draft night. So, yeah. So who knows? We will see. But we're in a big old game of chicken, and that is the update. The only other kind of uh, footnote to that story is that uh, Pat McAfee sucks, and he's made an enemy of all of Packers Twitter, myself included. Now, I've always kind of been of the mindset that uh, Pat McAfee is annoying because he is. Like, I don't. I, how do you feel about him? Um, I liked him. Like, I, I definitely think like he's 
it's a case of like we saw this like he was kind of imploding yesterday i think it was oh dude he fell apart like, yesterday. yeah i was seeing that where someone involved in it was cold it was brett coleman yeah it was like reaching like, out on behalf of another yeah because like a cult super fan died or something like that yeah yeah and, and mcafee basically just like big named him McAfee, where he's like McAfee blocked him yeah first. yeah and he was just like okay yeah but like are you sure about that like he just yeah he he, he really like doubled down and then i think i did see him kind of like apologizing and stuff, he's like. But he, but he still but kept like half ass. He apologies. still kept being like, yeah. like, yeah. There's a, there's like fifty or sixty other ways of going about it. It's like, okay, but like, what are they? What would you rather have he him said do? Ten thousand other. Yeah, ways. he's like, that's what, a lot of ways. What would you rather him do? Like, yeah. write formally write you a letter. Like, <laughs> like what, what's going on but, here? <laughs> yeah, and I've just I've always been in the camp where you know I I know other Packer fans that are super into watching McAfee and Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays every week. And I watched the first few. I just didn't get much out of it. Yeah. Because it's just him kissing Roger's ass for 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Over and over. And just, oh, man, you're so great. Like, how how does it feel to be that great? Yeah. That's a real, like, fucking question that Pat McAfee asks. Yeah. I think he's just someone, like, he obviously got a shit ton of money from the new deals from, like, FanDuel. And obviously, like, yeah, you know, and, his and, show. And good he's for him. He's extremely successful. But... Like, that's awesome. But you definitely can tell, like, it's kind of kind of warped him a little bit. Kind of made him not so, like... The lo- the lovable like hometown guy like yeah. he's just you know still an indie still uh, he loves indie and all that you know I went to college at West Virginia he yeah. just he's got all the fun stories about working with like Adam Minitari yeah. and and just being a punter and like he kind of acknowledges that and it, I I think it is just, it is a little sad like he gets his shtick does get a little old for me but yeah. And clearly, you know, people love his shtick, and that's that's fine. Yeah, that's well, fine. not me, because he's the newest member of the list. Oh, no. Uh, and I have a message for Pat McAfee. Go get some fucking sleeves, dude. You're like 60 years old. I don't know what this <laughs> wife beater thing is every day. Yeah, he loves his Like, tanks. like yeah. do you just have a closet full of the same black wife beater every, like, all the way down the fucking wall? Like, yeah. my God. Yeah, he loves the If tanks. you got such a big deal from, well, the FanDuel or whatever it was, yeah. like, why don't you buy a second shirt? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. That's, it's, it's, it's just part of his look. You no. know, it's like, it's you like, can, you can have a look though, and you can have like a second look. <laughs> like, I just, I don't, I don't understand the fashion choices. And so he's, he's on the list now, and he's kind of, he's like probationarily on the list. I might take him off if he calms mm. the fuck down in the next few months, but okay. at the moment, he's, he's the newest member. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of spent a whole bunch of time, so I'm going to kind of rattle through Packers' other free agency updates real quick. Uh, biggest one being the re-signing of Keyshawn Nixon, mm-hmm. which looked very much in doubt. Uh, you know, a couple of days before it actually ended up happening. Yeah, uh, one-year deal, six million dollars. I think that's great. Hugely in favor of that. Kind of tangentially to that, um, Rich Pisaccia did not get a head coaching job anywhere, and he is back. As... Was he taking interviews? Oh yeah, he was. Oh. He, he interviewed for the Colts. I know for sure. I can't remember if there were other ones. Oh. Um, but. He is back as special teams coordinator and also, I think, kind of elevated to, like, assistant head coach yep. at the same time, which seems good to me. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, anybody mm-hmm. whose name isn't Joe Barry gets a lot of credit in my book. <laughs> uh, Joe Barry, still employed, though. Uh, yeah, no, obviously. Yeah, li- lifetime contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as long as he wants to come back <laughs> yeah. and keep playing eight-yard cushion on third and three. Um, <laughs> uh, and so then, let's see, we have a couple guys that we lost in free agency. 
uh, Dean Lowry to Minnesota. Yep. You guys are gross. And uh, <laughs> Robert Tunyon to Chicago. So the division continues to be very that was that was surprising to me. in one direction. That was surprising to me that they didn't bring back. Like I could see Dean Lowry because you have other pieces on the defensive line. Well, Tunyon tore his ACL. Yeah, and... but like your tight end room, like you it's got Guara, man. <laughs> yeah, but he's like a fullback. Like, like I, I just I don't know. Like that that was surprising because the deal was not. A crazy deal at all no no it was not a crazy deal a for Tony. <laughs> yeah uh but so he goes to chicago and then uh we talked about you know rogers and there was a whole story about uh you know the, the guys that he wants around there yeah which includes ellen lazard who has already signed which of course Jets. he said was preposterous he yeah of course never said that no of course but he had a couple guys that he did mention so i'm yeah. like so wait it it is kind of true like mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. the jets took that I was like all right if we get these guys we're gonna kind of <laughs> Help him. Yeah. Like, that's... And I mean, and, and you know what? Lazard, I think he got three years, 30 million, 20 guaranteed or something like that. Something he got. Similar. He got a he got a respectable contract. And, you know, I, uh, I, I like Lazard. I liked him as a Packer. I thought he was a good, you know, contributor to the team. He's a great story. Undrafted guy. Now he's out here getting $30 million. Like, I yeah, am... but, did, but did he sell <laughs> dental equipment ever? No. Well, so no. not that great of a story. No, definitely not. I mean, n- nothing's that good of a story. Yeah. <laughs> Probably got a scholarship offer, if, too. If you told me that that happened, I'd call you a liar. <laughs> yeah. I, bet, I bet you have a story for Boy, me. Boy, do I have a story for you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for Lazard. I wish we could have kept him around, but he did get paid. It's a nice story. And, you know, we do have some receivers kind of coming up that mm-hmm. I can see why they didn't feel the need to pay him you know, and keep him around for a couple more years here. Um, so then I think that's pretty much it. Lost Jerron Reed to Seattle. We signed Rudy Ford depth piece. Yeah. We re-signed a bunch of like special teams guys predominantly, which I think is the Bisaccia. Cause you guys were effect. so good on special teams the last year. We were 16th years. this year. We were right in the middle. We were average. Yeah. yeah. What about last year? Oh, we were really bad, but that was, that was pre Bisaccia. That was, that was BB before, yeah. before Bisaccia. Before Bisaccia. Yeah. Um, so then guys, just a couple guys that are still kind of TBD. Uh, Mason Crosby, who I think has indicated that he'll be back. I think the front office has indicated that he'll be back for probably not more than one or two more years. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he's got to come back and be the only guy on the team. He's the solid. He's solid as long as the field goal kick is not 45 or more yards. Yeah. No. That's where he's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, that's no. fine. We'll get another guy to do kickoffs. Yeah. and. And then we'll, we'll, you know, take him out back and send him to a farm. Uh, and then uh, other outstanding guys, we talked about Cobb and Mercedes Lewis were on the Aaron Rodgers New York Jets shopping list. Yep. So they are still unaccounted for. Um, and, I mean, it wouldn't break my heart, really, to lose either one of them. They're both really at the end of their career. Yeah. And someone I've heard shockingly little about is Adrian Amos, who kind of declined in the last year, year and a half here, mm. but still... Not as hard as Darnell Savage. No, still a very serviceable safety in most situations and yeah. better than we kind of currently have. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious what happens with him. Uh, he was tweeting about how... Maybe he goes back to Chicago. I don't know. I, maybe maybe. They're, they're signing everybody. Uh-huh. Um, so that's that's kind of the Packers recap at the moment. There's not a, not a ton of big news because uh, funds are a little tied up at the moment. Yeah. Phone is uh, you're not, busy. You're not really sure what, what, what it's going to look like. Yeah, Goot's, Goot's on the phone with the Jets the entire business day. Yeah. So you can't call and get anything else done because yeah. the line's busy. They only right. have one phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, One phone, all in Green Bay. Yep. So, Dustin, how about those Bears, huh? You know, I'm excited for this oh, year. Bears. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dustin, I know that you've been... From what I've heard from Bears fans, they are 
the North is theirs. They they're are, never giving right it up. In Super Bowl contention. <laughs> yeah, For Ryan, a team that Ryan won Poles. three games, they are wildly confident. Hey, the Bengals only won like two or three games, and they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they had a guy that could throw the football. Yeah, then Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is not Justin Fields. <laughs> no. we, we just needed a guy that could catch the football. So, oh. well, why don't you talk then what about, about your your acquisition, the the trade that the Bears made of the first overall pick? Yeah, so what did you guys I have, get for it? I have the details. Do you want? Do you have the details? Uh, I have the full details. I have for most it. of it, so I'm gonna go based off. Yeah, of yeah. Right let's here. see. Let's see what Dustin thinks. Uh, it so is. we gave up the first pick. We received Correct. the ninth pick. Correct. We received a second round pick, and I Correct. believe a third from the next year. No, a first next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a first. And and DJ Moore. And. <laughs> Uh, that's where I'm so lost. They the, the the Bears sent the first overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. In return, they received the ninth pick. So they swapped first this year. They received the number sixty one pick. Uh so round Second two. Rounder, yep. uh, and then the Panthers first rounder in twenty twenty four. Panthers second rounder in twenty twenty five and wide receiver DJ Moore. So they got pretty nice haul. Yeah, I wasn't happy all with for, that. I was for the number one pick that I don't think anyone really knows exactly who. Well, now that the Panthers have it, it's pretty obvious. It's probably going to be Stroud. Well, it's going to be one of the two quarterbacks it, for sure. It should and be Stroud. Nine, they couldn't have gotten but the it. problem is they're after the combine. Like they've made some comments about how they really like Anthony Richardson and how he's like he 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 really resembles Cam Newton. Where did Cam Newton? play football yeah, most that, of his that career. famously went super well most yeah, of the time. Yeah, well, I know. And it's like, I, I I think it probably, for them, Stroud's probably going to be the better bet because he can, you know, contribute right away. He's got the better size. I think maybe Bryce Young is a little bit better, but the size is a big question for him, and I know that's a big turnoff for some people. Yeah, it just does seem like a lot to give up in a year that and I, don't, I don't fits, think anyone Stroud fits is... Frank Reich a lot better than... Uh, Bryce Young does, I think. Well, I think Frank Reich is part of it, where I think part of getting Frank Reich to come coach this team is telling him we're not going to do a Colts thing and yeah. try to bridge with a veteran again. I don't like that they already talked about, like, we might not stick around at one, because we like so many guys. We might just go down and just take what's oh, left. You, you I'm going to say that, though. I know. I know. But, like, if, if they trade back and they, like, the rule of drafting a quarterback you you can't be worried about overdrafting. Like if you like your guy and he is like if he's your guy and he's on the board, yeah, you take him. You yeah. don't trade down and just hope he's just sticking around. Like yeah, you New don't, York Jets. Yeah, you don't do that. So you you draft your guy and you stick with it. And it's just I don't know. It was a great it was a great haul for the Bears. A, or, or or you trade up two positions to get a guy that was probably going to be there in the second round. Yeah. Named Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't trade up two positions. They tried up one. They no, traded from they went no, they went from four to two. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Nope. Oh, let's see. They went three to two. They went three no, to it two. Was, it was four to two. Nope, because Solomon Thomas went third overall. Who the Niners took. It's funny because uh, I, I typed in Bears trade up to get, and the first one was Fields, because they just always Trading up, up to try and find somebody. Pretty sure they only traded up like five. The Bears trade up one spot in the first round to choose quarterback Mitchell Trubisky at number two. Check so number four. Ding. Yep, because four up one is 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 definitely two. That's that's how that works. They went from three to two. Yeah, yeah. You went from three to two. <laughs> nice. Uh, no, but another thing about DJ Moore, I'd like to point out. Yeah, is that um, he catches footballs? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, that's part of it. All uh, right. So he's only been in the league for five years. Correct. And he already has. Uh, let's see. He'd be like the Bears' leading uh, he's franchise a, he's 100, receiver, 150 yards more than the Bears' all-time leading receiver, who's like Walter Payton, right? John, Johnny Morris. Who yeah, the fuck is that? 
It's because their rich history of quarterback play, you know. I wonder if Johnny Morris has any color pictures of him on the internet. <laughs> uh, let's find out. I'm clicking on him right now. Uh, oh, he's got pictures of him being old uh, that are in color. Born 1935. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this man saw World War II. Um, so, yeah, the Bears, they are obviously on a spending spree. Uh, DJ Moore, Kevin, aren't, aren't you – you're on record for – you don't really like DJ Moore. Well, no. So you're like, I, I don't get the hype about DJ. Like, is I, he even that good? I've said before, he's like fantasy reasons. It, yeah, in fantasy football, that every year people go, "Oh, DJ Moore, the breakout. This coming. is this is going to be the year that he gets a quarterback that's two percent better than the one he had last year," and it never really materializes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I honestly don't know how I feel about DJ Moore and the Bears yet. I feel like it's not. It's not a downgrade, probably, because the Panthers were not doing him any favors. No, but, but the problem is, like, <laughs> it all depends on Mr. Yeah. Justin Fields. Like, I, I like DJ Moore for the Bears a lot more than I like the Bears for DJ Moore, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think he's a good pickup by them. I think he's an actual wide receiver one. Shout out Chase Claypool. Yeah. Uh, but Worth that second rounder, baby. And, and I'm curious now, I guess Claypool probably becomes the third behind Mooney? I think they probably it they I I don't really? think they look at one two and three they probably look at X Y and Z yeah. receivers so, so, so here's, here's what like Mooney thinking. will be stick with the X and yeah. just be the and, and, the and you're saying Claypool is the Y no, no, yeah. No, yeah here's what I'm thinking and so so at first probably, I really wanted the Bears to take uh just like an edge guy or something uh-huh. with their number nine pick but now I'm kind of thinking like quarterback no get smith smith and jigba or whatever his name smith is. and jigba yeah get him <laughs> he'll be the he'll be the two probably JSN. Turn in, probably turn into the number one in the next two years or so I'd so be they shocked if they so draft. they just traded you you have gaping holes everywhere they're not you just picked up a wide nine. receiver one they're not to go with the wide receiver you picked up at the end of last year no. and the guy that your fan base has been touting for like three years is gonna yeah. be big and you want them to draft another wide receiver? Like they're almost like I feel like they're almost guaranteed to take a defensive lineman. Like I, yeah, I, they probably will. But I'm just saying it would be pretty cool because it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's I think JSN is going to be a draft crush for all three of us. If I had to guess, yeah, like at the various, I like positions. him better. I, I, the receiver class this year is is definitely weaker of the last few years. But, but that also means that they're gettable. Yeah, like he is, you know. I, I like him the most of the draft prospects, I would say. Addison's got small hands. And he's just kind of small, too. He's got small everything. Yeah, yeah. small. Small guy. Yeah. So, uh, Dustin, besides the first overall pick trade, uh, what else have you gotten excited about with what the Bears have done this offseason? Because I know you've had your, your finger on the pulse here. You've been watching every transaction. I, I, I <laughs> you did not just Google stuff. what have the Bears done no, no, so I, far. I did Google that today, but, like, <laughs> but I had known about most of it. So I say I, I like see things. I imply a joke, and Dustin goes, "No, but that's actually how it is." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, getting Tremaine Edmonds is pretty big. I think we, yeah, I think we gave him a little too much money. Oh, you gave yeah. him a lot of money. Yeah, you yeah. gave him a shit yeah. ton of money uh, but, for an off ball linebacker. Him next to TJ Edwards will be good. Um, yeah, that linebacker position had to get shored up. There's no other way you guys could have done that. Yeah, I yeah. know, I know. Yeah, right? you had yeah. nobody else last year that couldn't couldn't keep Roquan Smith. But... <laughs> What'd you guys get for Roquan again? Like a third, uh, second, or third. not not very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but then losing Montgomery, we got uh Don Dante Foreman, yeah, from the Panthers. So mm-hmm. Deonta Foreman. Hey, it's, I, think it's I don't know. Don, Don I've, I've heard, heard Dante, Dante. I've heard Dante. I've heard Deonta. I don't really know. I honestly don't. D D 
D Foreman. Yeah, he, he should be pretty solid in the backfield. Uh, I don't know who our backup is right now. Well, your backup, he's going to be the backup. Well, yeah, because well, Khalil he, Herbert's going to be the starter. I would imagine. I would think. Yeah, or they just run it two running back kind of well, set. Do you we, know who Khalil Herbert is, Dustin? Yes, I do. Okay. We also played uh, <laughs> because that's the thing. Last year we had we had Montgomery and Herbert, and which I, I, you I, lost yeah. Montgomery. I know there were some injuries there, that. but like we played mm-hmm. Ebner way too much. Well. Khalil Herbert was hurt. I know, but we still used Ebner too much. Like we we basically subbed him in for Herbert when he got hurt. Yeah, I mean he still got like the same amount of touches. I mean I think that Foreman's going to get a decent chunk of touches because I think that's how the Bears' offense has been operating. Yeah. Is you know even if there is a one and a two, it's it's almost like a one A one B type of situation where it's like a sixty forty split. Yeah, granted that's because Montgomery was kind of getting a little old and. Herbert was He's more like productive. Fourth fourth year. Also, also, Foreman's going to be running Montgomery? back. Montgomery's going into like his fourth year. No in the way. Yeah, he went to Iowa State when my brother was still there. Mm. Well, that's pretty old for running backs, honestly. <laughs> well, keep in mind, Foreman is actually running back three. Oh, man, yeah, you're Herbert, right. He was Khal- in 2019. Khalil Herbert will run running back two because Justin Fields is running back one. That's fair. That's he's, a good point. He's running back one. Maybe Chase so. Claypool could be like running back four. Chase Claypool might be a better quarterback. I mean, who knows? We'll find <laughs> out. He can throw. We'll find out. Let's see. You know, he's, he's got a big body. We did try to start running a lot of trick plays towards the end of the year. So yeah. maybe they'll keep that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty much it for the Yeah, Bears. they just oh, went on a spending spree. Uh, oh. One more. Yeah. They... Finally did something about the offensive line. Oh, yeah. And they got which, Nate Davis. Which, by the way, every every Bears fan, like, they talk about, and we talked about this a few shows back, I think. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, Justin Fields was bad because of his offensive line was bad. It's like, okay, I pass remember, win rate. No, like, no, I remember not, you like, showing this. Yeah, I saw. I, no, I saw a clip on Twitter that was <laughs> I considered. Saw a clip on Twitter. It was considered a pass win just because Justin Fields got the ball off, but the line, the lineman got pancaked, and Justin Fields still got hit, and they counted it as a pass win. I don't, I, did, I don't did, know if that's did, how it works. Did the pass get off? I mean, yeah, I it mean, did. Yeah. He had enough time to throw. That's, that's. What I want to count that as a win, though. The guy got pancaked. He was a quick release throw. I feel like everyone, unless their quarterback has literally like eight plus seconds, the offensive line is like, oh, well, they could be doing better. It's like but that's not how one, it works in the NFL. Like, was, yeah. if you're if you no give way. if you're given like three seconds. That's winning. Yeah, offensive line. It wasn't but if, but if you take issue with the stat, though, you can like even if the stat, if you don't like the way that it's kind of prescribed, you can look at the difference in the stat between like there are the graphs that show every quarterback in the league. Yeah, Justin Fields is on the best side for pass block win rate. Yeah. So whatever the, the stat is based like, on, yeah, the first second that's. And a half. I don't think that it's no, because he has a that's quick not release. a quantifiable no. thing. It's not either because like his time to throw is usually. Pretty damn high because he's running around yeah. like crazy. Yeah, and like there so are give there, him that stat. Don't give it to the line. <laughs> I'm just give saying, him the he, positives, he but clearly, never the negatives. His offensive line is clearly winning, quote unquote, more often than the league average. Like there is whether or not that's you know as valuable or as like kind of bulletproof of a stat. It is they're winning more. But you got to yeah. think also. The Bears were down a lot this year, correct? Right. So a lot you'd of think teams, be, they're going to be down a lot next year too. You'd think that's like gar- so, that's so the teams, garbage time. So te- yeah, so teams weren't like going all out blitz or anything like that. I they were playing a little safer. But why? Why wasn't he able to carve them up? Yeah, maybe you guys should. Win well, more. Why wasn't he able to? <laughs> he was. He had his stats. He rushed for over hundred yards multiple throwing. times. Throwing. He's a quarterback, guys. We just throwing RB one. Like he is literally like you look at every single like metric of a passer. He is like thirty fourth out of thirty four. Yeah, like he, he is, he has similar stats <laughs> passing wise to uh, the aforementioned Zach Wilson yeah, last year. Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's never his fault though. And like that's where I'm like, 
All right, you're giving him DJ Moore. You have uh, you added to the offensive line. You've given him some pieces on defense, so you're not going to hopefully be as down by much. Justin Fields has zero excuses this year. Yeah, zero. So we'll see him shine this zero. Year. Like I just, I don't know. It's just so funny that they just move goalposts for Justin Fields, but they don't apply those same goalposts like across the league. Like mm-hmm. if they, if that was the case. They'd be defending Zach Wilson because they're basically the same passer. (laughs) NFC Championship game. (laughs) So, I don't know. Bears continue to be on a spending spree. I'm curious to see what they do in the draft. I'm sure they're going to go defense because they got lots and lots of holes to fill. So, yeah. Yeah. How about the Vikings? Okay. The Minnesota Vikings. Uh, It is... It's been it's been a bit of a like for the nostalgia like fan of me like it's just it just gut punch after gut punch but like we yeah. all knew it was happening like it, it, all of this was like it's gonna happen we know it's coming but there's um, a difference between knowing it's gonna happen and then actually and seeing it official and now it seeing happening. them on like signing with other teams yeah. so let's gonna I'm gonna gotta go try to go in chronological here uh it's the first domino was Eric Kendricks he was released. And then, like, a week later or something like that, he signed with the, the L.A. Chargers. Mm-hmm. So he's gone. And that's obviously in a someone. Place now. Yeah, that's obviously someone that I mean, not has, the been, Chargers, has been like, the middle of our defense for the last, I don't know, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, really good, really good piece for most of that. But definitely over the last few years, rapidly declined. And Vo- so voted by many uh, Vikings fans, female Vikings fans, as the most attractive Vikings oh. player. Oh. That was that. That was our man on the street. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And also Jalen. Yeah. So Shout he out. is. He's with the Chargers. Great fit for him. You know, they always need help, and I think they're actually do their linebackers are needing because they're not. I don't think Kenneth Murray. They're going to resign. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a bummer, but expected. I wasn't surprised by that. Um, another one was Adam Thielen being released. And just, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, like a day or two ago. It was announced officially that he signed with the Carolina Panthers. So he is going over there. And, you know, they gave him, I think, a three-year, like, $30 million deal. Is Teddy still there? Uh, No. Reunion? No, Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, Oh, wait, no, Teddy's on the Dolphins now. Yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah, so. Taking more naps. Thielen (laughs) Thielen goes there. And the whole time, you know, he's been wanting to an opportunity to be like, I still got, you know. Uh, Juice left in the tank. That's and, not what he said he wanted. He said he wanted an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. He felt like he had that. Well, that's not why he went there. But like, say, like the, the reason why, like that he wasn't wanting, making the rounds. He, I know, but the the whole thing, like, yes, he said that on uh, McAfee today. Are you saying that he he can't win a Super Bowl on the Panthers? Uh, anything's possible, I guess. To quote <laughs> Kevin Garnett, I I uh, saw that though pop up on the Twitter feed. I'm like, um. Everybody kind of. I'm did all the, for optimism with the new team, but like, really, really. Everybody uh, kind of did the like shocked gif of like, yeah, like, what? what? Ah, <laughs> uh, huh, the Panthers. Okay, with Andy Dalton and then unnamed drafted quarterback. Yeah, like, sure. First, I, I like what the Panthers I, are doing and has building. With the first overall pick ever won the Super Bowl that year, I no, can't imagine that's no. ever. Happened. I, I think the number of like rookie quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl is extremely small. Like, I don't even know. It's I, I if it's happened, it's only happened like once or twice. I don't think it has because Brock Purdy was potentially going to be the first one. Yeah, no one's ever done it because like I know Roethlisberger got like his second year or whatever, third year. Brady got it his second year. Like Mahomes there's guys, the yeah, year. there's Ro- guys that got it. Is the youngest to have technically ever done his it. third year because second oh, yeah, he, he sat his, his whole rookie year. year. But yeah, so like there's yeah, I've, I haven't seen really anyone close. Um, so yeah, Thielen signed with the Panthers. That 
that one hurts because like obviously like you know I I I was a big fan of Adam Thielen and his story and all that kind of stuff. I still his story his story yes oh my yes, god his, his story. What did he do? Pride of Detroit Lakes. He uh, didn't get a single scholarship. What? Yeah. Only, what about only, Adam Thielen's only wife? Five hundred dollars. Her story. Five hundred dollars scholarship from uh, Minnesota State or Mankato. Oh my gosh, that's such a small amount. And he wasn't looking to be in the NFL. He was, oh, he was what was he going to do? He was actually selling dental equipment, Kevin. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like for your teeth. Yeah, but then he wow he. he uh, he tried out for the Vikings, and uh-huh. he got on their practice squad. Wow. Worked his way up. Became a two-time Pro Bowler. That's so inspiring. I know. Two, two-time Pro Bowler? That's not a lot of times. Well, dental, dental equipment salesman everywhere. Pro Bowl's probably <laughs> He was. I think he was a second, maybe a second-team All-Pro. Second or third team He was All-Pro. an inspiration to Hunter Renfro's everywhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Adam Thielen gone. So that That's a bummer, but again... Not surprising. I'm not bummed, um, actually. I'm, I'm pretty excited about yeah. it. I'm so sick of Adam Thielen. Your, your current quarter, fucking your, story. Your maybe soon to be ex quarterback is not sick of Adam Thielen. I mean, him and him and I mean, definitely Ron soon to be ex. <laughs> like yeah. He's going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and then the moves keep going where Dalvin Tomlinson, he was up for a new contract. He signed a massive contract with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, big I'm, contract for a big guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right with that. Like, it was a. You know, I'm like, there's no way we're going to be able to pay him that. I'm like, no. Okay. How much did he get? I don't remember. He got like a three or four million for, or three or four year for like, I thought it was 40 plus, 50 million maybe. 57 million. Yeah. Uh, 27 and a half guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. For well, how many years? Like four years or something? Uh, three years? Uh, four years. Four yeah. years. Yeah. So I'm like, there's just no so way. That's almost 15 a yeah, year. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. no way we can play, pay an inside defensive lineman. 15 million a year <laughs> like no um so i'm fine you know that's like is what it is if the team's gonna throw a shit ton of money at him like i can't expect him to <laughs> stick around um patrick peterson he said he wanted to his main priority was trying to go to a team that can win a super bowl mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so i'm thinking maybe like maybe he goes to the cowboys or something that's a popular choice mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. the niners they're losing some secondary nope he signs with the pittsburgh steelers and i was like well Seems like there's a lot of players that don't believe the Vikings can win a Super Bowl, huh? <laughs> like, that seems like you just wanted to go wherever gave you probably the most year average. So, yeah. he's on, like, a one- or two-year deal. Money, so, money talks. Yeah. Right? I'm like, all right, Patrick Peterson, okay. I, I I do like what he did to the cornerback room and, like, the, the defense, the young guys on the defense. They kind of... What did he do? It's just, like... The, it, like, the he vet, was there? The veteran leadership of that. Like, he, he had Patrick Peterson's mentality of, like... Because we didn't have, you know... Harrison Smith is a very quiet leader. Eric Kendricks, a very quiet leader. Like, Patrick Peterson was not. Like, he was able to actually, like, a lot of young guys, you know. Patrick Peterson is a guy that you consider has that dog in him. Like, his whole career he has. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of loud guys, how's Zedarius doing? So, uh, getting there in a second. <laughs> well, a couple more. One more release. Uh, Cam Danzler. I was surprised by this one. We did oh, not yeah. pick up his fifth-year option. It would only have been a couple million. Just must have been, you know, Brian you guys, Flores didn't really like him, I guess. You guys don't need corners, you know? It's like, who yeah, needs them? Right, like, Let's know. just have all yeah. the linebackers and safeties. Well, we'll get to the corners when I get to the, the signings. We'll get but to the corner. The corner, yes. Uh, Cam Danzler released, or not, we didn't pick up his option, and he signed with the Washington Commanders. So, all right. Um, now let's get into the re-signing slash restructures. Jordan Hicks, restructured. Surprised by that, but... Uh, Flores likes what he saw with him. He likes him the coverage. Is Jordan Hicks a linebacker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So he he's a good coverage guy. 
Um, you know, sure tackler. So good, just depth piece or a, a stable piece. Uh, Harrison Smith was restructured. So he's sticking around. He actually was receiving uh, offers from other teams that would have paid him more, but he wanted to stick around. Probably has to do with the Brian Flores signing. Kind of fits into that and just good. Pander to the fans. Yeah. Pander. Um, Kirk Cousins, we talked about earlier in the show, he had a cap conversion. So basically just freed up cap space, which well, and they're, makes sense. They're trying to get Kirk to get more conversions because at the end of the season, he really couldn't get a conversion. So that's really what you needed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. hopefully that kind of helps him out. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, resigned. <laughs> backup, Nick Mullins, uh, to a two-year deal. So he's going to be our backup for the next couple of years. I like when I make Dustin laugh. Fine with that one. <laughs> Greg Joseph. You know, I wasn't expecting that one from you, really. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Greg Joseph, our kicker, and long snapper Andrew DePaula both re-signed. So, I'm... We, we talked about how Greg Joseph is not, like... Yeah, he's not, like... Great. Yeah, he was he was clutch, but he wasn't... He missed... He had the most, he like, extra point misses. Except for when he needed to make He, he was points. clutch, but not reliable. Like, yeah. like, he didn't do the routine stuff. He did the high-pressure stuff. Yeah, which is interesting. So, I, I'm i not... I guess, like, if they want to re-sign him, and it, I don't know what the, the cap hit would be, or the dead cap if we released him, or cut him in, during training camp, but I'm sure they'll bring in someone for a kicking competition. Rodrigo Blankenship. So, hey. we'll see. Um, great extra point kicker, Rodrigo. So, that'd be nice. You guys um, could just have two. Could, yeah, I can have two kickers, and you can have oh, two kickers, yeah. and... Yeah. Uh, Garrett Bradbury re-signed to a couple-year deal. So I guess they like, and he had a good last year. He wasn't super great the years before. So we'll see about that one. You know, I, I would have thought he would have wanted to go somewhere else where the quarterback actually knew to line up underneath him. Yeah, that, that seems like it would put a, a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have no, you have no like bounce back for that. You're just like, well, that, that I mean, yeah. Troy Aikman did that too, and he had a pretty fine career. So yeah, but Troy Aikman had like several Super Bowls too. So yeah, not not quite the same guy. Kirk hasn't retired yet. We'll find out. Several Super Bowls when, when he goes to the Niners, maybe. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, well, <laughs> he could go I to guess, the Niners. Yeah, when he's great point. behind Brock Purdy, so you know he still gets a ring. Yeah, when he's a backup to Brock. Yeah, uh, and then the last resigning, Alexander Madison. This was a shock. I was not expecting to re-sign Alexander Madison, but it was only like $3 million a year. So Alexander Madison is like 16 years old. I didn't know that. He's like insanely young. Yeah, he's super he, young. He was born in like 2005. I swear. Like not really, but like he was. <laughs> but actually. Yeah. He can't even vote yet. <laughs> uh, so, he can't drive. His mom drives him to the games. <laughs> if he had to enlist the army, he couldn't. That's that's where we're at. Think about forget about running a car. He's so far from no, that. He's not no, a close. He'll never be able to do that. Uh, so Madison, I was surprised by this um, because we everyone thought there's no way we have him and Dalvin on the team next year. But we might find out about Dalvin. Who knows? That's this is the kind of waiting on potential moves. Dalvin Cook, don't know. He might be traded. I don't know. Might be cut. I don't know. Um, we're going to find out, I guess. It feels like they're trying to trade him because if they were going to cut him, they would have done it. Yeah, already. the reports came out. There are offers on the table from other teams. I Maybe it's just we don't like the compensation for it. I don't know. We're I gonna... mean, they're probably not a lot right. in terms of what the right. offers are. So maybe those talks are happening. No idea. on those tires. Uh, Zadarius Smith. <laughs> who knows? Zadarius Smith, who tweeted out a thank you to Minnesota. Yeah. And Minnesota was like, what? We had no intention. We, like, they wanted to bring him back, and they are like, they wanted to extend him. And so they're like, um, all right. And so he, that he might... sold his house already, I think? He put it on the market. I don't know yeah. if it's officially sold, but... 
I'll so buy it. I uh, I just for the drama. Who knows? That could, he could be traded or cut at some point. I don't know. It, it, like I would imagine there's a market out there at least somewhere. Um, I for one, I'm shocked. Yeah. So Darius Smith, uh, that's up in the air still. Uh, I, waiting on extensions for uh, Justin Jefferson, T.J. Hawkinson. Those are kind of the next big ticket items. Um, we're gonna find out. I don't know. And I guess you can lump Kirk in there. Doesn't seem like we're going to get that this off season. I think they're going to kind of go in next year with him. Like this is the prove it year. You got to get Rogers, right? Next of year. course. Yeah. And then um, still waiting on other guys like like Duke Shelley. He played significant near the end last year, and you know we liked what we saw from him. Waiting on a contract from him, maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah, and you guys were super stoked about Duke Shelley for cornerback one until. Suddenly, you didn't have to be stoked about it anymore. And uh, I still, I want, I want to keep Duke Shelley. I really like Duke Shelley. If I and, were you, I would also want to keep Duke Shelley. But I, I view that less of an endorsement of Duke Shelley and more of a context of there's literally no corners on your team. Yeah, we have him in like a Caleb Evans, and like you could resign Shannon Sullivan in theory. Yeah, correct. <laughs> um, so the free agent signings we signed, um. Mark Andrews' is backup, or a tight end from the Baltimore Ravens, Josh Oliver. Three years, $21 million. Yeah. And I, what? I the way I think look at it is they are wanting to possibly go into a, you know, two tight end kind of set, which McVay likes to do, and that, you know, makes sense from the, the when you the have a Kevin powerhouse like Johnny Munt on the roster. Like, well, and also, we, secondly, we still have... Irv. Irv. And yeah. so I'm like, Irv's gone. Like, there's no way we're having, the, like, we're not going to have that many tight ends because we did, we also, like, re-signed, like, Ben Ellison. Probably he's going to be on the practice squad. But I'm like, so we're going to roll into next year With, probably. Like, I'm like, what's going on here? So obviously, like, Hawkinson, we're going to, work. they're working on re-signing him. It works really well him. for the Bears to have, like, all tight ends. Yeah. So, so I, I, you know, Josh Oliver this might mean, I think him being, he could be like a tight end fullback kind of a deal. Like he'll line up in the backfield occasionally, I'm sure. And then also out wide and, you know, how he normally a tight end would line up. So this might be the end of CJ Ham with the team, the fullback. I don't know. I've seen that predicted. Um, So that, that was interesting. And then the other big ones, they're all on defense. Um, Side defensive lineman, Marcus Davenport from the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. I like this one. We saw the, the salary come out. Very much of a low risk, like, you know, if it works out for a couple years, that's a proven deal because he had less than one, but more than zero sacks last year. Yes. He had half a sack. Yeah. The whole year. Yeah. He only has a one. He only has a one and (laughs) a half. That that kind of season gets you a prove it deal. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So we have all, it's only a 23 million or 2023 cap hit of like five and a quarter million. So Mm. for a guy that's, if he if he earns his way, that's that's great. Uh, could work into be an extension. Uh, so that was you know interesting to see. And then we signed defensive tackle as you mentioned, Dean Lowry from the the Packers. Again, another not really an expensive deal. He's you know I think he's been in the league for eight years. Dean Lowry. He's, he's from uh, he's Rock, been around he's for from a while. Rockford, yeah. Illinois. So cool. Which is fine. Like you know <laughs> Wait, Brian Flores. My conference. Brian Flores yeah, needs a him? lot of no. He's he's always hang out. He's oh, older than me. okay. Brian Flores needs a lot of depth on the defensive line just because that's just how his defensive schemes are. So it makes sense to build up depth pieces. Like he's a he's a fine piece. Like I don't I don't mind. He's not gonna like ever have Oh, he's a fine piece. He's never gonna have like a crazy amount of sacks, but he's just gonna do the dirty work that interior defensive linemen mm-hmm. usually have to do. 
So I'm and cool with that. He's a good locker room presence too. Yeah. You know, he comes from a winning culture, so he kind of knows what that's like. And except last year, he's also faced some adversity like last year. Yeah. So, you know. and, and the uh, the end of the McCarthy era. I think he was on the team then, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's he's seen the game. He's seen it you know? all. He's a journeyman. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we got him, and then the other, probably the splashiest signing so far was cornerback Byron Murphy from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes sense because he was number seven for Arizona. Patrick Peterson's gone. I'm assuming he'll be number seven for us. That's try how to most keep of these that transactions number. try to work. Um, yeah. And you know that's that was nice. It was not a a, a very expensive deal. Um, what was it? I'm trying to. I, I can't remember what it was specifically. Uh, Byron Murphy was weird that we have a producer and he hasn't done any of the Google. Yeah, he signed a two year, seventeen and a half million dollar contract. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's, yeah that's under under lot. ten million a year, which is fine. It's only twelve and twelve point six guaranteed. So average salary of eight seven five. Well, you, got, you guys don't really have a ton of money to work with either. So well, we freed up a bunch with all the releases and all that kind of fun you, stuff. You literally have it all says right. right there. Read that line. Now we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna yeah. see in real real time here how worried I am about Byron Murphy. His PFF grade last year was a sixty six point seven, which fits my narrative. I'm not worried. All right. Yeah, he sucks. He's washed. <laughs> we'll see what he, we'll see what he can do being coached by Brian Flores. Yeah, so, that's fair. So I, I you are know, are you suggesting that the Cardinals are not a well-run organization? I think is fine, but he's you know, I pretty high on Brian Flores, so I like that. So I, I, I'm I'm interested to see what else happens. I know there's a couple guys like uh, corner uh, Sean Murphy Bunting just did just get signed. I think he went with the there's Titans. Been a, a ton of corners. Yeah. snapped up. Uh, the next big, like another one is like Rocky Sin from, uh, the Colts, mm-hmm. which like just from a name por- por- point of view, awesome to have on your team. Yep. I think that's, that, that'd be a great one. Um, and so he waiting on to see what happens with him. Um, obviously, yeah, Jalen Ramsey was the well, big name. Jalen Ramsey, which I don't think we ever Dolphins. covered. No. So Jalen Ramsey, are, are you done with the Vikings? Or? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, like I said, a lot of this stuff, I, I don't think we're done Move like with moves. I'm sure the next couple episodes, there'll at least be something to talk about. But it's going to be a very different team, especially on defense next year. Which, hey, if we were the 31st like ranked team by like yardage or whatever it was, that's fine by me. Like, clearly what we had was... It's not ideal. I'll bet you. I'll bet you top half again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. I think the lowest that Brian Flores has ever was was like. It definitely was top half, but yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll get there once. Once I know the but full. He's scope. never had this roster. Once I know the full scope of the defense, we'll we'll, we'll address okay bets again. Yeah, it sounds like you're scared, but I, I'm okay. I, I'm willing to make the bet right I, now. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm working with like you know unknown pieces. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what my team is. Yeah. So I think you signed with him last time. Too. I did, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, one for one. Don't yeah. think about the other bets. Yeah. So we kind of we talked about other teams here a little bit, and we can we can touch on some of the big splashes. Uh, Jalen Ramsey traded to the Miami Dolphins from the Rams for like a third round pick and a tight end. No one's ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't much. It was nothing. It was. It was functionally the biggest nothing. thing was cap relief. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes there, and b- between Jalen Ramsey and Xavier uh, uh, Howard, is that his yep. name? Yeah, Xavier Howard. Uh, that's that's a solid tandem at corner. Imagine if they had a coach like Brian Flores. Yeah, imagine. <sighs> the Dolphins should look into that. Man. 
<laughs> oh wait, never mind. Yeah, and and the, and the Dolphins also they re-signed all three running backs. That like, yeah, would you be excited about any of them? I don't know. And Mike White. So yeah. <laughs> get ready because so you know backs. he's getting in there at some point next season. <laughs> um, other stuff. I mean, I got the the Bills re-signing Matt Milano and Jordan Poyer. We were kind of two big names that they could have potentially lost. Um, Juju to the Patriots. Juju and Mike Kosicki to the Patriots. Yeah. Between the gritties and the TikToks, it's going to be... Some some drama there. Um, They gave Juju Smith-Schuster the identical deal yeah. that the Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, Myers got. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, Jacoby was like, like he literally was just like, like the, confused. The exact same Yeah, thing. and it was like, wow. Why it would was you... like three years, 30 million again. It Which, was... by the way, like right now in their career... I probably like Jacoby Myers like better. Yeah, no, no. Like <laughs> Juju, Juju is seems. I don't. Like he's I'd rather have Jacoby for, for three more years than Juju for three more years. Yeah. So that was that's kind of funny. Um, the Ravens tagged Lamar. I don't think we ever talked about that since. And the it last was show. an interesting tag too because it was a, an exclusive, a non-exclusive, non-exclusive. Yeah. So meaning other teams can come in and like offer him a bid for 250 million dollars and two first round picks. You can have Lamar Jackson. Which, by the way. Um, I've been seeing it on Vikings Twitter because, of course, some articles, the, the photoshops, some articles have come out and they've been like, "Oh, the Vikings are named Dark Horse for Lamar." Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. stop it, Dark Horse. stop it. I don't. Why? 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 I don't want Lamar, especially for that price tag. Why don't you want Lamar for two hundred fifty million dollars in two first rounds? Hell no. He is. He has done nothing to earn that the last couple of years. He was, yeah, everyone's like, he's an MVP. Like, yeah, he was an MVP, what, four years ago? Five years ago now? It's it's going to be, I just, I feel like the team that if they do put up that money and that kind of draft capital, that's going to be detrimental to them if it, like, when it doesn't work out long term. I, I feel like you gotta, you're looking at it wrong. You got to look at it as two Lewis scenes and half of Patrick Mahomes for for Lamar Jackson. That seems like a fair trade because you're not going to do anything with whichever half of Patrick you get. Like it's not going to be able to play quarterback and Lewis is, I, you know, hasn't been super productive at this point in his career hey, given that easy. his leg exploded. So he's he he is a way ahead of schedule recovery wise though. Good. Like he, <laughs> like he is going to be good to go by OTAs, which is crazy. That's that's great news. Yeah. I'd still take Lamar over two of him, and Patrick Mahomes is like upper or lower half, I just, whichever one you want. For a team that's like everyone's yelling, extend Kirk, extend Hawkinson, or extend uh, JJ, extend Hawkinson. Yeah. Like, you realize we won't be able to do that if you take Lamar, because like, you, you just you can't. You're, you, There's only so much money in the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, the cap literally can't handle so much. Like, I know it's a myth, but like, at some point, it can't handle anymore. It's You're giving it all she got, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, that's, that that makes sense. So it's it's interesting to see that there's pretty much been no action on Lamar since that happened. We'll see if yep. that continues. Yep. Uh the Bengals signed Orlando Brown, offensive line help, so just mm-hmm. keep trying to protect Joe Burrow. The Texans extended Laramie Tunsil. They've made a lot of moves. The Texans? Yeah. Yeah, well they should cuz they suck. They got, yeah, they're, they really got bad. they're really bad at <laughs> they, football. They got Bob Tree. Oh, Bobby um, Trees, yeah. yeah. They uh they got Dalton Schultz. Ooh. They dealt oh, yeah, that, Brandon that, Cooks finally. They dealt Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys. Jimmy for, Ward. Like, yeah, they, they signed Jimmy Ward, which makes sense. He came from San Fran, who their new coach now is D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. So, makes sense you want to go with him. And I actually, I did uh, I did skip a Bengals note in here. The Bengals may have the most devastating loss of any team in free agency so far. Oh, boy. 
Samaj P. Ryan is now a Denver Bronco. Which isn't great given the off-field stuff revolving around Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon keeps, like, shooting kids in the leg or something. Yeah. That's just what I've heard. Allegedly, allegedly. Not not good. Yeah. We'll we'll put the allegedly (laughs) tag on that one, but it... Whatever it is, there's a whole bunch of guys not getting allegedly accused of that. Yep. And just one him getting accused. So, yeah, I don't know what the Bengals... Bengals might uh, might, might might behoove them to snap up uh, like Bichon or somebody. Well, because the they lost Jesse Bates yeah. and Von Bell. So they lost both their safeties. That's uh, true, I guess. So they, they, they have needs. I'm curious. I feel like they should have... That like, division's going to be weird. Another running it's gonna back. It's going to be... Like, I, I, Bring up a money that like you know the Bengals should win. Weird, like the Bengals should win that division, but like depending on what happens with Lamar, who knows? The Bengals should have picked up Jamal Williams. That's what they should have done. Yeah, who I, is now a New Orleans Saint? We should mention. Yep. Uh, he's still weird, by the way. Saw his first press conference. He's still. Did you have still like a, Jamal? Did you have a Pikachu hat? Oh, he's or? always got a, a Pokemon hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, and the the Saints also signed Derek Carr. I think since our last show, which yep. We kind of all saw coming. Which that means the new quarterback in Las Vegas is Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. He is he's in Las Vegas. He's finally finally gone and free from the Niners, I guess. Yeah, and to go along with that, you know, they're trying to set things up for their new quarterback. So the first thing you gotta do is you gotta trade Darren Waller to the Giants. Yep. Of course. We're just gonna segue right into that. But for, hey for they, almost nothing. I but think, hey, again. they just signed um uh, Who? what's his name? Uh, the oh, tight end. Jaco- or they signed Jacoby Myers. No, the the tight end. The tight end. <laughs> OJ Howard. They said oh, OJ Howard. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. That's the same thing. Yeah. yeah so uh, that's what that's what's going on there. They also tagged Josh Jacobs. I don't think he'll be happy about that. No. Um. Uh. Let's see. The, we talked about the Cowboys traded for Brandon Cooks and Stephon Gilmore, and even bigger news: Zeke is no more. Yep, Zeke. Zeke released finally from, or you know, he was. He should have been released. Like yeah, two he should have been. But Jerry's but just Jerry too just loyal. Can't part. Yeah, and so Zeke, his his last play as a Cowboy was lining up at center and getting a train run. On so, him. so the Cowboys are a hundred percent. The Cowboys are a hundred percent drafting Bijan Robinson, like a hundred percent, just to ruin Tony Pollard for fantasy football. But like, like the guys from te- he went to Texas. Like he's the most electric guy, like running back where prospects they, where in Saquon. They, they must pick late in the first, right? So that that would kind of yeah, that would line up. Yeah. That would give you a permission structure. Yeah. Um. Let's see other stuff. Uh the all the Eagles are basically making a max exodus. Yeah, with Eagles the exception have lost. of Darius Slay going back. He was released, and now he's resigning. Slay and Bradbury, which were two corners that would have had a market. Yep. Um. But they did lose C.J. Gardner Johnson to the Lions. Interesting. Um, the Lions. I think he also said he wanted to win a Super Bowl. So That's... I think that might just be like the company line when you change. Teams honestly, now. <laughs> honestly, like yeah. Lions fans too. The the few you know they they're, they're coming out. They've been through the ringer. Yeah, but like for a team that just went nine and eight, missed the playoffs, they are just like. Guys, I don't know what to do. We're like we're the runaway favorites for the division. I'm like, I don't. Know it's what to do all. With the- it's amazing how little it takes. Yeah. And like I, I'm sure I've been, you know, victim of this too, where I just like that little hope comes yeah. in where you get a little too big for your britches. But like for a, a teams like the Lions, who historically have been so bad yeah. for so long. Any little bit, like, they have a winning record, barely, mm-hmm. once, and they're, like, they make it seem like they won 13 games. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. I'm just, I, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, guys, you're just setting yourself up 
for such like heart- failure and heartbreak. Yeah. In like six, seven months from now. Like I just correct. I just <laughs> and you have to let them get there on their own. I know you can't. I know. It, there's nothing you can say. They don't guard their heart at no. all. And I'm like, God, because they've been guarding their heart, and they got one little ray of sunshine like just, in the basement, and they're like, Oh my God, you're just it's giving happening. your like enemies so many receipts, <laughs> and it's just like your day of reckoning will come because yeah. the Lions are not going to win the Super Bowl. No. Like, they're not. They probably no. won't win the division. I Maybe they might. I don't know. For the first time since the realignment and the creation of the NFC North. Since it was the NFC Central, yeah. yeah. Like, the, I just... The Buccaneers have won history, the NFC whatever this is more recently. History is not on your side. And you just maybe don't set yourself up for catastrophic failure later. I don't yeah. know. That's my that's my PSA for, for fans like the Lions or... Bears. Well, speaking of setting up for failure, the Giants re-signed Daniel Jones. Yeah. To was it was it uh, four hundred and sixty? Yeah, it was. It was absurd, man. It was uh, just four, yeah for four for one hundred and sixty. Yeah. Oh, our producers Google and forty stuff now. wow forty million dollars a year for a guy that threw what fifteen touchdowns? 15? I think <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't broken fifteen touchdowns in like three years. Yeah. Like, like oh, it's it's interesting. Like I'm. It, it's it's so not going to end well, and I apologize to Giants fans because the Vikings are to blame because I guarantee Daniel Jones's best two games last year were against us, once in the regular season and once in the postseason. Like I just, yep, we you, we inflated his numbers for you and what he could be. It's like you're not going to be able, you're not going to play against the Vikings defense last year Wish for could, seventeen yeah. games. Great. Like you're just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> like you'd be a Hall of Famer if you were. Yeah. You don't yeah, get you, to. You would you would break every record. Yeah. And um, then they, they tagged Saquon. I probably would have non exclusive tag too. Yeah. Yeah. But I I I I don't know. I think I it's hard to get a beat on what the Giants are doing at the moment. Like, I don't, where do they? Because they don't have a good pick this year either. No. But they made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. A couple more quarterback. Uh, I'm going to rapid fire some quarterbacks that aren't super worth talking about. But uh, Andy Dalton, Panthers, uh, Baker Mayfield, Bucks, Sam Darnold, 49ers. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks re-signed Geno and Heineke to the Falcons. Those were all just kind of like yeah. Because where, oh. where did Mariota go? He he signed somewhere. Um, shoot. He he went to. Uh, He's a backup now. I think. Well, yes. Though. Yeah. You're forgetting the Colts got Gardner Minshew. Mariota's Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, because yeah. Minshew's gone. Minshew's in the the Colts. Yep. So I mean, we had a shuffle of we. It was kind of just like everybody put their mediocre quarterback in the middle, and then like we all just picked a different one that yeah. we had before. Um, I don't get. I don't get Baker to the Bucks. I think that's wildly optimistic of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I would rather unless Kyle Trask is just a mess. I I just don't think. I mean, Kyle Trask is. Yeah, <laughs> but like he hasn't like ever really been given a shot either. So yeah, it's like you don't know. That's true. Um, Bucks are gonna be a weird team. Yeah, the whole NFC South is gonna be weird. And Dal- Dalton will be a backup behind whoever the Panthers draft, presumably. Yep. Heineke, same thing. Unless it's like Falcons. unless it's like Richardson and they want to give him time. Yeah. But yeah. And then Darnold to the Niners gonna back up uh the Brock. Probably. Presumably. Yeah. Yep. yep. And uh good for Gino. Yeah, I Yay. I I'm Feel a, good for Gino. I think it's funny because so like Phil Mackey, uh of Score North, like he a guy who you're just a, a giant fan of. Yes. Yeah. 
So he, when Gino's contract came out, he was like, wow, like, great on Gino, like, awesome deal, I love it. And it, you know, it was a, it was a pretty healthy deal. Mm-hmm. Like, a, it was, I'm pretty sure now with the restructure, he's going to have a bigger cap hit than Kirk, or right around that same number. Yeah. And since Kirk has been in Minnesota, Phil Mackey has, like, been so upset about the cap hit that Kirk has. Yeah. But I'm like, Gino's literally had one year of putting up the normal stats that Kirk does every every year for the last five, six years, but he doesn't have any issue with Gino's cap. It's just it's are, just funny. Are you, that, are, are you implying that Phil Mackey has to be consistent? Because no, he does not. Yeah. And it, it's just it's just that I love the the hypocrisy and I'm like you, you don't you do realize like this is just you you put yourself in a in a bit of a contradictory pretzel here like you he you, does that a lot I know I know it. and I, it just it's wild you it's, build up a tolerance it's to it. wild to me yeah. and that's just that's how it is but yeah Gino good story we'll see how he does next year <laughs> we'll see I don't know <laughs> we'll find out cautiously optimistic yeah all right that's that's all I think I have yeah I don't have anything else either Dustin you got anything in your notes uh what notes Okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Preparation. <laughs> Step one. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening to our episode of, episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. Grow the website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at thunder, third underscore forever 10K, where we post links to our episodes each week or in the off season every couple weeks, uh, as well as clips from the episode. Highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears, as well as the NFL as a whole, if it's breaking enough news. Um, I'm sure we're going to have some update at some point about Aaron Rodgers. If something happens. Maybe not. If something happens or there's other crazy crazy breaking news, uh, we might change our scheduling the offseason. But otherwise, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, And again, we are now releasing on Tuesdays. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, welcome. You're the first listeners of our show Mm -hmm. on a Tuesday release. Uh, Think of it as a 48-hour sneak preview, except it's going to happen for the rest of time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, As always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, final words. 13 to 12.